Welcome back to the Mel K Show. Crazy things going on in the market. People talking about the Fed. People talking about the BRICS. Lots of stuff happening when it comes to the central bank digital currency out there, kind of rearing its head in different uh, areas. So, of course, I needed to bring back Andrew Sorcini from Beverly Hills Precious Metals to go over all of the uh, fake news or real news when it comes to financial truth. Uh, thank you for joining us today. And again, I brought back Rob, really, uh, Rob K, uh, for a special show to kind of spice it up because Rob, as most people know that watch me, was in banking for 30 years and now he's full time with me, but he still is seeing things in the market and he wanted to discuss that uh, with Andrew and with you guys. So uh, the three of us are back. Thanks for joining us, Rob. Thank you, Mel. It's always great to be with you. And Andrew, you've become a great friend and a great supporter of the show over the years and a super patriot. So thank you for coming back and talking about the crazy market that we're looking at here uh, uh, most recently. Yeah. Well, so, Andrew, let, let's let's have it. What are your thoughts coming into today? Uh, lots of things out there about the stock market and everything else. It's very confusing to me. So I, I go to you. Well, today's just been packed with info. So uh, the first headline that I saw when I woke up this morning was that um, like tens of thousands of AT&T um, cell phone uh, users were um, had no service at all. And then um, the more that I talked with people, I actually found out that some people with AT&T didn't have service yesterday as well. And uh, and people that I'm only one degree away from. So uh, that's that just like points things back to how you need to protect yourself because it like um, today, Marco Rubio came out with um, with um, an article where he right. says that um, that the cyber attack that we think is coming from China, that which would be like an act of war, would be a hundred times worse than what we what we're seeing right now. That means that we wouldn't be able to do podcasts like this. You wouldn't have access to the funds in your bank accounts and your stocks. The only thing that you'll have are just tangible assets and. Gold and silver, once again, are going to be the way that you transact because not everybody's super friendly with their next door neighbor where you could uh, knock on their door and say, hey, um, can I um, borrow a case of water or can, do you have any extra canned goods? You would probably have to use gold and silver to be able to transact with. And this is very close to a situation that could happen that would actually make what happened during um, the pandemic when we saw like toilet paper disappear off of the aisles. Right. This would be way more practical than that and way more likely. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know, I was uh, thinking about this a lot, too, because, you know, we see the, the border influx of uh, illegals coming from all over the world. We know that the uh, uh, border uh, or, or illegals coming in from China is way up. I think we talked about it last night in the news show, like 4000 yeah. percent recently. Yep. Um, so and and we uh, you know, we've heard over and over again, it's not if, but when these people get activated or are lone wolves or whatever they are. So there's a lot of potential, um, uh, you know, unrest, you know, built into the system, um, not only you know, the infrastructure system, but also the financial system. Um, you know, we talk a lot about being prepared. This is about being prepared. We talked about, we talk about food, we talk about health and wellness, and we talk about financial sovereignty and security. And and those are critical assets. Yeah, and a big part of all of this, as we talked about as well on our new show, if you didn't see it, go check it out, is um, the Cloward Piven strategy that I've been warning about for years now is really in action and play right now. So what's happening, Andrew, as you know, is that all of these states, especially our former state of New York, 
is now talking about giving $10,000 uh, debit cards to all the illegals that without ID, without oversight, um, there's, this is going on all over the country. They're making deals where they're um, buying, again, with, with taxpayer money, they're buying um, vacant buildings and they're going into deals with the hotels and all of that. They say 7 million, but from what I hear from people that I'm friends with and the, at the border and in Panama right now and everywhere, we're talking pr probably 20 million have come into this country, more than 38 states uh, worth of people, apparently. And so that also goes to the idea of how much money do we actually have? And is that even real money? And now we're giving it out and they still want to send 90 billion more to Ukraine. So, you know, we're at a situation where none of the numbers make sense to me. What what are you making sense of? And, the, and we're seeing a lot of manipulation, I think, because we're going into the election season and they want us to believe Bidenomics worked or is working. Yeah, it's a that's definitely what they're trying to sell. And uh, on a day like today, where the stock market, like um, the Dow crossed over 39,000 points. And I remember when um, I used to work for Investors Business Daily, I was doing the coins at the same time. And um, this was um, like 2000, actually, no, 1997. And that was the first time that the Dow surpassed um, 10,000 points. And today it's over 39,000 points. And um, also the S&P has been hitting record highs regularly. But what yeah. people out there should know is that there are seven stocks that are called the Magnif Magnificent Seven. That includes Apple, which uh, Meta, which is the company that owns Facebook, Alphabet, which is a company that owns Google, Microsoft, Amazon, Tesla, and NVIDIA. If you take those seven companies out of our stock market, then we're not doing so good. So those seven companies have become so powerful. And, um, and it's a little scary because if they control they have too much control yeah and a side note about those seven companies all of them basically also have deals with the department of defense and the government and get uh all kinds of grants and other money we we just uh we've talked a lot about it too but there was a big interview with mike benz and uh and tucker all about the uh suppression of information the, the disinformation fact checking industry and uh, how much that is fueled through our government through these companies that you're talking about a lot of those companies would not be those companies without the original investments from the department of defense darp and all of that but a lot of them are also contractors now for intelligence agencies uh working also with the globalist ngo that are behind the whole Agenda 2030 that is part of uh, the actual reason that there is a controlled demolition of America. So you also have to think about putting money into those stocks in that stock market, or you talk about the S&P 500. Well, go look who's, who's really uh, at the top of the game in the S&P 500. That would be BlackRock and Vanguard. But something else that happened, and I don't know your take on this, is um, uh, Larry Fink came out very positive on Bitcoin. And this scared me because when we started talking about all this stuff three years ago, it was a problem. It was a problem. Now Larry Fink's out there and BlackRock is out there. They want to get into Bitcoin. Uh, but the problem with that that bothers me is that what they are also talking about is that they would also get to be on the back end, I believe, of the data and the blockchain of the Bitcoin if it's coming through them. So that seems kind of weird to me. What are your thoughts on, on this sudden change of Larry Fink and Bitcoin and, and that whole world? Well, I, be <clears throat> I believe that that was always their plan. So here's an example. In late 2017, that's when Bitcoin actually hit 20,000 for the first time. And um, and then from that point on, in December of 2017, everything dropped um, like the biggest drop they've ever seen, where literally 
most of the coins out there, the crypto, were down about 90%. And um, and Bitcoin went from 20,000 to 3,000. And what that was, was mass manipulation by companies like BlackRock because they missed it. They missed that wave. So rather than go, oh, shucks, I missed it. I'll get on the next one. They just they just tank the whole market. And, and when they tank the whole market, that allows them to get in cheap. And now they're in cheap and they have big, big, big holdings. So, yeah. so they literally come out with conflicting reports one year after another. Bitcoin's going to be great. No, Bitcoin is fraud. And then, and then repeat. And they, so yeah. right now they want to pump it up. It goes up to a hundred thousand. They realize our currency, the the U.S. dollar is going to lose its its um its uh, world reserve currency status, and that all fiat currency is really at its end right now. So they're they're really uh, getting a they're planning for the next the next thing. And right, that, and planning to control it because yes. I, what and what I was seeing of his interview recently about it, what he's saying because I, I well, I've studied him for now for years uh, uh, from the going direct speech forward, he's had my attention, and what he was saying basically was also about the the privacy and the you know fighting corruption all coming out of the agenda 2030, 17 goals to like equitable finance, and he's you know that they're, they're all in the background talking about inclusive capitalism, which is communism. So and then when he's on the front row of that now he's like all like well we're gonna do bitcoin and then you're seeing multiple banks talking about having their own central bank digital currency beyond the global one that these guys want this a lot has to do with data and tracking and tracing and all of this other stuff we saw them pull out this week um a lot of the big banks out of uh including chase and i believe blackrock out of this global climate fund but people think that then then ESG and Global Climate Fund are failing. I, I tell you now, they are not, they are realigning and readjusting. They have a global governance end goal plan. Agenda 2030 is real. Global governance is real. So when you see them making these manipulations or you see the market going up or our gas suddenly going down, it, it's just we're at a point where we're dealing in a, in a, a, a false reality and people have to really just do for themselves what they need to do. This is why we talk about gold as protecting ourselves uh, and hedging against anything that will come. But when these guys are talking in a way that is the opposite of what they were saying before there was a financial hurricane, uh, it is very concerning to me. Yeah, I was going to say that, uh, you know, the reason why we talk about gold and silver is because hard assets are a great way to protect against inflation and geopolitical instability and, and disasters, things like that, where you have assets on hand. And I just want to be based on my experience being in the market for for so long, uh, is that everything seems great until all of a sudden it stops. I I, I lived through '87, 2000, 08, and you know a lot of times the markets are 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 they're running, they're running, they're running, and all of a sudden you know it you know the party ends. But you do see things, but because it's so enticing to be involved because everything seems to be going up, you stay involved because you don't want to miss, you know, uh, the upside. And so what I wanted to talk a little bit about is that I've seen some um, uh, uh, debt numbers. So uh, credit card debt, I see, you know, home pricing, I see uh, affordability index, I see unemployment, all of those numbers to me, are they're not really making sense on, to me, as an observer on, on the, um, you know, just, you know, it just doesn't make sense. What What do you think? Because a lot of those numbers are 
it's I like don't know. Order out of chaos or something. It just it seems yeah. like I mean we're in 1984. It's it's insane. But they don't. Nobody needs to tell the truth. So what's your take on all of this? Like consumer spending's way down. The the unemployment numbers don't make sense. And then they adjust them three months later to actually reflect it. A lot of the jobs are part time. They're saying also that most of the jobs are going to legals. So what what's your take on all of this chaos? Yeah. My, my take is that is that all of this is designed so that when you get into that voting booth in November exactly. that uh, and you still don't know who to vote for and you're like, well, everything's good. My stocks are good. I still have a roof over yeah. my head. Why would I want to change anything? And then they vote for Biden. And I believe that that's exactly what they're trying to do. But to, to Rob's point, and, and this is something that I wanted to make sure that I said today for sure, is that um, is that the top 7% of all traders in the financial markets are making 93% of the profits that are out there. So, so like um, for people out there, if you're, if you're making money on these tech stocks, which are just having an amazing start to 2024, you may not have the skills necessary to have an exit strategy to know when to get out. But I'll tell you that these traders, the, the top 7% that are making 93% of all the profit out there, they do know when to get out because they've got uh, they've got high end technology machines that that tell them exactly when to get out and those don't have any emotion so they just say exit this trade and get out now where for you if you're looking at uh, you've had Nvidia for two years and and uh, you feel like you should sell it and you go why would I want to sell it I'm up so you have emotion involved and um, you have to completely take that out of trading if you're going to compete with the professional traders so. There's nothing wrong with taking a profit. There's no such thing as a bad profit and uh, or a bad win. And just take those funds and park it somewhere until we can see who our president's going to be at the end yeah, of the year. Great. It can't hurt. It's just a good conservative approach to a time when everybody's greedy. And just I'll finish that with um, what Warren Buffett said, that when people are greedy, that's when you need to be fearful. And when people are fearful, that's when you need to be greedy. Well, right now, people are greedy. So yeah. it's time to be yeah. cautious. So, and I just wanted to mention, so, you know, uh, uh, credit card uh, debt is at, you know, an all-time high. Uh, we're talking Interest about, uh, yep, yeah, uh, we're talking about, um, you know, household affordability is at an all-time uh, low. Uh, we're uh, uh, housing, you know, there, a lot of new houses are being built for, um, it's all rental-based, so they're trying to get people out of assets, and we know that we're going to own nothing and be happy. And, and so... You know, all of these things, again, I'll say that, um, you know, when I was uh, uh, working with our traders way back in my banking days, you know, what you do is you look at a position and you'd say, well, if you had fresh money in your pocket, would you take all that money and buy and buy that position now? Right. And a lot of times, you know, because so basically what you're buying at the top. So, um, you know, obviously this is not financial advice, but what I'm saying is that there are things that that make me go, hmm, you know, yeah. and um, and and so we want to keep people up on all of that. Yeah. And I wanted to mention also, uh, because people aren't necessarily following what's going on with all these different uh, giant bills that have passed. But the Infrastructure uh, Inflation Reduction Act, you know, we all thought that was real. That was really the Green New Deal, as far as I can see. And a lot, ton of money has gone out. It's not being really accounted for. Uh, we don't know. There's no uh, oversight, it appears, happening. And uh, they, the CBO has revised the cost of uh, the Biden uh, Inflation Reduction Act, Green New Deal, Energy Policy Act, basically, to up to $466 billion cost to tax taxpayers. 
Um, and, and everything is starting to really make sense if you're looking at what's going on, that they are pushing all of this, all of these funds and everything into a, a non positive for the American uh, economy, but also for the American consumer, the American taxpayer. Uh, this is really all about these global goals. So um, that is another reason that I wanted to kind of also talk about why gold and silver really is a good idea for your IRA, your 401k right now, because a lot of this stuff won't catch up right now, I don't believe, until after the election, like we're talking about. So all of these numbers about what things are really costing, and there's a lot of people fighting um, for everything that's going on, that lobbyists are going nuts right now with the fear of Donald Trump coming back, and for real money and real numbers and the truth. So there's a lot of balance here and there. So I think it's just a really chaotic time. And you really have to protect your savings and especially your 401ks and IRAs for whatever comes past 24. Yeah. And people should reach out if if you would like to learn how to uh, how to convert your existing 401k or IRA into a precious metals IRA and have it be a non-taxable event, we can show you how to do it. In fact, we have an onboarding strategy where we can have your account open on the same day that you fill out the application. And, uh, and at that point, it usually takes about 10 to 14 days to fund. And it really is important because as Rob said earlier, when, when the markets go up, they tend to go up um, slowly, but when they come down, they come down quick. And uh, it's really hard to know when to get out because your emotions are involved. So, um, so step away from your emotions for a moment, take a portion of what you have in your 401k or IRA and roll it over into precious metals. And, and when precious metals are up, your stocks are gonna be down and vice versa. But right. it's gonna give you that diversification to where you're not looking at your phone all the time, trying to track your investments. Um, I talked to a client earlier this week where she told me, she was wondering how you value your gold and silver. She goes, because I, I, I can look at my, um, at my stocks like five, 10 times a day and check the prices. And I said, well, that's kind of your first mistake is that you're looking at the stocks five and 10 times a day. It's like you're out working your job and your stocks are or gold or silver. Those are passive investments. Those are things that you don't look at all the time. It's like staring at, at, a, at a pot of water, um, hoping to watch it start to boil. Just let it do what it's doing. And you just go about how you earn your living and just know that you're taken care of. But with gold and silver, it's a good way to um, a good conservative way to protect what you have. But in gold's case, gold is up. Like as time goes on, gold's up. And in the early seventies, gold was $30 an ounce. In uh, going up to the 2008 financial crisis, um, gold was like $700 an ounce. After that, yeah. it was $1,900 an ounce. So if we're heading into another financial crisis here, which we're only a couple bank failures away from that happening, yeah. then uh, what would gold go to? Three, four, 5,000, who knows? Yeah. I, and that's what people are saying. Yeah. yeah. And that that's what a lot of people are saying. And the other thing I want to talk about, because we don't talk about it much on here, but the um, the verdicts against Donald Trump, both of them, the uh, 90 million dollars to uh, Eugene Carroll, whom he did not uh, do anything to, as far as I can tell. And and the egregious no victim, uh, totally uh, unbelievable verdict uh, and an entire trial, entire case. Uh, in New York uh, with Erdogan and uh, Letitia James, where now it's about 455 uh, 
I believe, $455 million that he has to pay. I, I have to tell people, and I, I know people don't want to believe this, but I talk a lot about the fifth, um, the fifth column and uh, the fourth branch of government being this uncontrollable, uh, all uh, no oversight uh, intelligence branch that is working with the DOJ, DHS, uh, and they are targeting Americans, uh, American citizens that they don't like, and uh, one of them being Donald Trump, but that people would actually think that they won't come after you. We've been telling you the social credit score is a big part of the Great Reset. It is real, and, and this is the ultimate social credit score of what they're doing to Trump. But there are a lot of investors and people that are billionaires, millionaires, but also just business owners. We're, from, we're New Yorkers, you know, that are looking at this and saying, well, at what point do they come after me with lawfare and, and take my money and my fortune? Because today, Letitia James said that if he can't pay his you know, half a billion dollars uh, immediately that she's going to seize his buildings and his business. They already put in somebody to run the business that is, you know, to run the Trump organization and, and oversee it. This has happened many times before. But the problem is that I believe not just the Patriot Act, but under Obama and Holder and since they've weaponized the legal system against the people. And um, for anyone to think that you're not next if this keeps going and God forbid um, this regime and the people that are installed there by the globalists continue to stay in power. This is very scary because something also happened by you because I used to live near you in um, where you have your office in Beverly Hills. There was that whole thing on Robertson where they went in and they took all the people's money, the FBI out of out of safe deposit boxes. Turns out like all this time later that they're, that, that it was wrong. But again, that's, things like that are happening, and we have to be, I think, very weary of that and realize that our money is probably much safer, at least right now, in gold in your depository or in a safe in our homes uh, until this weaponization of government is actually uh, handled. Yeah, I really feel that that's true because the government can do whatever they want. And, I, and yeah. to your point, it's if they would go after a former president and who likely might be our next president, and go after him the way that they're going after him, then they'll do it to us in a heartbeat. They'll completely wipe us off off the, the face of the earth financially, like right. and, and not even lose any sleep over it. It's a you get on their bad side and they, they will do it. And in the event that you mentioned that happened near our office, that was um that was like a it was a depository for not just gold and silver, but for anything that you have. Um, right. You don't sign up for, you don't register for anything. You don't give your name, nothing. You just sign up um, biometrically. You pay your monthly fees and uh, and you can go and deposit things there. But the point is, is that um, we're supposed to be innocent until, until proven guilty, but they seized everything. So they were guilty until proven innocent. And that's exactly what the FBI did. They went over everybody's box and checked them one by one to say, okay, you're innocent. You get yours back. Yeah. I don't know about you. You don't get yours back. So it worked the opposite. So yeah. there are no rules when it comes to uh, to um, um, getting on the bad side of the government. So you need stuff yeah. out of the centralized. Tyranny is never tyranny is never a good thing. Yeah, and and apparently what they were, but what what they did with that and what they're doing, I think, with Trump too, is they're using because he was guilty until proven innocent, and then he was proven guilty by one judge is doing this to the entire Trump family, the entire Trump fortune, the brand, the business, everything. One judge and one. Uh, Soros-funded 
angry, vindictive prosecutor are, are able to do this to Donald Trump in the Southern District of New York. They should be appalled uh, over there. But uh, scarily enough, this is happening all over the country. I mean, not too long ago, Jamie Dimon, think what you will. I heard him change his tune a little in Davos about Trump just in case. But, you know, he was talking about seizing private property because of climate change. I mean, like you're saying, the, the Patriot Act made uh, was what was weaponized the government against us, including our data, uh, what is going on with us. There's kind of and at this point, the way that they've created it and built it and built it and then all under the, the Trump and the Russia hooks. We're at a place where the the they are coming after us. There's a whole now FBI uh, division that is for a, a anti-government, anti-authoritarian, basically all about the MAGA base being being domestic terrorists. So uh, through all of that, they can do what they did. That I believe that what happened at that private vault. Those were private vaults, like private post office boxes in in um, on Robertson and that place. I believe that that also they were looking for something that they didn't have. A lot of people think what happened at Mar-a-Lago with the documents was they were looking for something. So at this point, they can just say that you're a domestic terrorist or you're involved in something. So this is why I do want to talk about um, the excellent option, at least for now, for true patriots that want to protect their savings or if they have money they put away for kids' colleges or they have money that they put away for a wedding or a big event in the future or they're leaving to their uh, children or grandchildren. You have a, a, a very secure, totally insured uh, depository that you have all your own uh, gold and silver in that they can also buy a um, have buy gold and silver and have it there. And it can be transacted with in and out through you, but it's totally secure from everything else. So let's talk about the option of putting your savings into the depository in gold and silver. Oh, yeah. So that is a great option. And the management over at the depository that we use reached out to me a couple of months ago and asked um, how it is that we've had such a big spike in new accounts there. And right. I actually credited you because it started with you mentioning it. And now everybody's asking me about it. We go to the right. events and people say, hey, can you tell me more about the storage option? So we do set up storage where it's not stored at our shop. Okay. It's stored in a big, big bank vault in Delaware. And um, they've just got um, a couple billion dollars worth of metals there, probably even more. And um, they're they're um, they're accredited, they're insured, and and the fees are minimal. Like if you wanted to insure, say, a hundred thousand dollar piece of jewelry, okay, that's going to cost you a nice chunk of change. If you're in, if you have your entire retirement stored at the depository, it's going to cost a lot less than it would cost to insure, say, a hundred thousand dollar piece of jewelry. Like it's very very affordable. You can set up the account with rights of of uh, like rights of uh, for a beneficiary. Should something happen with you, then it would just transfer to you, and right. uh, and if it transfers to you, then you just set up a new beneficiary. It doesn't cost anything extra to do it. You can have gold and silver shipped to you from there anytime that you want. In fact, um, we've been doing so much business in the last three years that we've used them to do the majority of our shipping for us, and I'm very happy with with the timelines of how quickly it gets there. I'm um, I, sometimes I have to have stuff shipped to our office and it gets here quickly. It's insured. I'm just very, very satisfied with them and yep. I, we don't get any complaints about it. So people should reach out to us about them. 
Yeah, and what what I've been finding too, especially because I have a couple people in my family that have done this already, where they're just not comfortable with what's going on with the banks. If you're out there and you're watching, we had that that bump with Silicon Valley Bank, and then the, those three banks failed. There was a couple lately, uh, one in New York and another one, but this is supposed to keep going. They're really trying to consolidate the banks into just the private Western Central banks, but um, one by one. So that's not over either, and we still have that bail-in idea out there, and, and people have really uh, taken to this idea because the other thing about using the depository through Beverly Hills Precious Metals, setting it up, is that your stuff is there, and if people want to just protect their savings and what they have in gold and silver in an account there, and then they want to sell it back to you, that transaction is done there. It's kind of like decentralized banking in its own way. Uh, just when it comes to your savings and pulling money out, putting money in, you can you can take, uh, you can buy it, you can sell it back, you can buy it back. Like there's, it's just a way to really protect you, uh, your savings. Because now we're hearing again, I just did a show with Charlie Robinson where he was talking about uh, bail-ins are, first of all, the weird thing is that if you go Google bail-in right now, and, and everyone at this point knows Google is a total operation of the globalist and it's manipulating information, bail-in doesn't even come up. Okay, and it did a month and a half ago. So they're wiping the idea that that was put in in the Dodd-Frank times and that that is a real thing and that it actually poses a problem. So can you tell my audience what a bail-in is and, and why they would possibly be hiding that information right now from the public? Well, a bail-in is nothing more than, uh, than a rebranded bail-out. But specifically what it is is that um, if, if, the, if the bank is, is at the brink of failure, or if the government is at the at the brink of like bankruptcy, which I feel that we already are as far as the the Fed, that um, that you would be able to that the banks would be able to reach into your savings accounts and take a portion of that in order to bail out the entire country. And it's um, this is fact. People can Google the Dodd Frank Act, and if you on a long holiday weekend, if you have time, read that whole thing. And in there, the the one highlight is that. Um, we used to be depositors. When you go open up a bank account and you you fill out the forms, you're you're signing up as a depositor. But now you're not a depositor; you're a creditor. And when you're a creditor in a bankruptcy, that that means that uh, you better get ready to right. get pennies on the dollar if something goes wrong. And that's the way it's set up. And and I know that uh, there's a video that circulated, which um, we've talked about before, but it's just. Uh, I, I can't watch it too many times because uh, it's it's just so. Yeah, we're going to play it. We're going to yeah. play it right now. Yeah, it's amazing. the The Fed they're they're literally sitting there talking in a meeting that's being recorded about how they're going to spin the idea that they're reaching into our bank accounts to bail out the country. And, uh, yeah, and people can see that it's a real video. It's important that people understand they can be bailed in, but you don't want a huge run on the institution. But they have, I mean, they're going to be. That's, and, and it could be an early warning signal to the FDIC and the primary regulators when these things happen. And there may be some other prices, this is uh, similar to what Jay was saying, in the market that you can tell whether people understand how the who's going to be protected, who isn't going to be protected. It should be accessible when people need to know, but I don't think you have much hope of, of reaching a public that doesn't have a professional need to know. I, I completely agree with that. I almost think you'd scare the public if you put this out. Like, why are they telling me this? 
should I be concerned about my bank? Like my insurance company doesn't tell me what they're doing with my assets. They just assume they're going to pay my claim. And if they want to understand this, they're going to find a way to understand this. There's a bunch of law firms representing this room. There's a bunch of people that'll charge them by the hour, a lot of money to explain this all to them. And, and, and it's fine. I don't have a, I don't have a problem with that. And they all have huge staffs, but I would be careful about the unintended consequences of starting to blast too much of this out. Yeah, that that bail in situation is crazy because people don't realize that when they rewrote that uh, uh, after the crisis, they rewrote that uh, uh, legislation. They turned us into creditors, and creditors are, you know, if something happens with the bank, then you're part of the uh, you know the the stack, the capital stack, and you're not. It's not like you have assets there, so that's really important. So, Andrew, how do people, um, you know, what we're talking about is preserving financial sovereignty, um, diversifying. We're talking about, you know, being uh, proactive, particularly in, in a really up market where, you know, we know that information is is sketchy at best. Um, so how should people interact with you? Uh, we know that the Mel K Show Partners uh, page, we got uh, uh, Beverly Hills Precious Metals there. We have Mel K Gold, where they can find you. But tell them a little bit about your operation and how to uh, and how engage. we set it up because we worked on this with Andrew together, and um, we set up a really great uh, system. So there is a form that Andrew created with us that is very specific, and you got to put in all the information. We at the Mel K Show promise you, and you, as you've seen, we do not sell anyone's data, anyone's information and stuff. And Andrew uh, put this together purposely to make it as efficient and as quick as possible. So go ahead and tell them, uh, go to the forum, the melkshow.com partners page, Beverly Hills Precious Metals, or go there, put in Mel K. But then uh, tell them what kind of things they should put in the notes and what to fill out. Yeah, it's um, after you put in all of your personal information, um, fill out the notes section and be as specific as you can. Like one of the things that used to happen before we had it set up the way it is now, people would put in things like, um, or or they would just put in general things like, um, please call me as soon as you can. And then uh, I would send, I would ask one of my associates to call them and it would be somebody that has annuities and um, they're thinking about cashing them out or, or they have questions about rolling them over into uh, an investment that could own gold and silver. And whoever I would pair them with wouldn't necessarily have an understanding of how that can be done. But I have people that I've pulled out of retirement here that were financial advisors that work specifically in annuities and can help show you how, how to do that. And um, we have a great IRA team for 401ks and IRAs. So if that's what you're interested in, even if you just have questions, um, please put that in there because I can get you over to them and they're going to be able to help you the best. If you feel that um, that you're a complete newbie and you have a lot of questions and that it might bother us if you ask a hundred questions on one call. It doesn't, but just let, let us know that you're a newbie. I'll get you over to someone that will be patient with you. And uh, that's how we've set it up to work great. Yeah, they should they should listen to my first uh, half a dozen calls thinking, how much should I buy? What is it about? What happens? Whatever. But honestly, right now, I think the best thing, though, that you can do right now is to protect your savings, have peace of mind, know that you'll weather the storm. This is a real 
uh, crisis upcoming. We also know, uh, Andrew, I wanted to mention, we've talked a lot about the BRICS nations way before anyone else did. It came to pass. We talked about the IRS bill and not just this 87,000 agents. It was really what bothered me and you was the, uh, was the AI side of it and the ledger technology and all of what they're doing. And this whole surveillance state is just very, very dangerous. And I do want to tell you that today, Financial Times, which is uh, obviously a globalist-based uh, paper, they're coming out and saying that U.S. banks have just 90 cents on the dollar in lost reserves for bad debt, uh, and and basically that uh, we are in a situation in this country where there is there is reason to be uh, skeptical and and kind of looking at everything. Like maybe you don't aren't getting the true story. I didn't know until I started working with you that fake news, as we know it was even faker when it comes to financial news. So we yeah. are in a place where in all these years, you know, that m movie Money Monster and, and uh, the guy that has the show, Ramsey, and all these other people, they're speculating and they throw it out there just like the fake news. So we just have to be really proactive. I, I'm not I'm not as worried about the long term, but I do think in the next several months that there's going to be a lot of upheaval, a lot of chaos. They really, really, really are, are losing on the Great Reset side, and that is not a, a safe time for anyone. So I really do appreciate everything you've done, and I really have to implore people, um, do not look at what's going on out there and think, you know, we're, we're in a, a great phase. A lot of it has to do with uh, manipulating you, propagandizing you, and having you think things are great. Uh, because Joe Biden wants to get back in office. Also, don't forget, yesterday he just paid off, I think, uh, $123 billion in uh, student loan debt. That means that you and me are paying for it. It took me 22 years to pay off my student loans, and I did it every single month that entire time out of fear of defaulting. And now this is the future, and look at what's coming out of it. So we really have to be proactive um, and prepare and preserve and protect yourself. And, and Andrew has given me so much peace of mind, and I believe that um, that is where we have to focus, is peace of mind, security, safety, um, preservation, and uh, and making sure that we make it through this. I do believe 2024 will be a big change, but between now and then, anything you want to say, Rob? No, I just want to say thank you, Andrew, for, for being a great supporter of the show, a great uh, uh, help to our, yeah, to all of our uh, subscribers and those that have, you've worked with. And yeah, being a great patriot, we've come to know you very well over the last uh, three or four years. And, uh, you know, it's been a, uh, it's our pleasure. So thank you for all that. Thank you for everyone out there who's listening and taking, uh, being proactive. Mel, take us out. Okay, well, I want Andrew to actually uh, take the last notes. But listen, there's so much going on right now. Protect yourself is all I can say. Protect, 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 prepare, preserve, and uh, and pray. Pray a lot because uh, it's going to be rough, but we're here for you. Andrew's been there for me. Uh, please at least fill out the form. Talk to somebody over there. You can put in a little bit. You can put in a lot. But I definitely think the idea of putting your savings somewhere safe that it's locked away and it's not going to go up and down is is a really good idea right now uh i'm just saying that for me i'd rather that than go up and down with a stock market that looks like it's being manipulated but i don't know for sure andrew last words to you as always uh thank you yeah it's it's as important as ever is to diversify with assets that are outside of the centralized banking system i mean i got a letter from chase actually two letters from chase this last week where they're complaining that our clients are depositing cash in amounts under $10,000 to pay for gold and silver that oh, they're buying wow. from us. They're angry. Why? Because those funds are outside of the centralized banking system and they want to know where they're coming from. 
So they do not want you to own anything where they can't see, oh, this person owns X amount of ounces of gold. So they want that kind of control and the time to be able to own hard assets like gold and silver outside of the centralized banking system. It's TikTok that time, the end yeah. is coming. And yeah. I don't know how we'll operate when that time does come, but it's coming. So I yeah. want to get in ahead, ahead of it stopping. Yeah, thank you so much, because uh, you have to understand they want us all on the CBDC, but it's a, it's a ledger technology that's even bigger than that, and it's very complex. We've done many shows on it, uh, but your privacy is the thing that they they don't want you to have the most, and you need to have that. So uh, that's, that's good to know about Chase. I know other people are getting information. Some people aren't allowed to deposit cash right now. Uh, this is also has a lot to do with they are, they, I believe they are broke and they're sending all our money overseas or to illegals. So they want to see every single dollar bill out there so that they can tax every single dollar bill out there, which is what the, uh, I believe the, um, the big miss on the IRS uh, executive order was. It was the, the ledger technology, the AI, everything in the back end. You want your privacy. You want to protect your money. You want to protect your future. And Andrew gives you a great option. So go to the com Partners page. Go to Beverly Hills Precious Metals. Tell them Mel K sent you. Fill out that form. We we do not, neither uh, Andrew nor I would ever uh, share anything. We just want you to be safe, secure, have peace of mind, and make it through it with us. Thank you so much, Andrew. Thank you so much, everyone, for joining us. Uh, I could not I could not say enough how much uh, Andrew has helped this show survive and still is helping the show survive. So if you are thinking of just any of this at all, please get in touch with Andrew and uh, helping yourself helps me as well. So thank you so much. And thank you, Andrew. I'll see you next time. Thanks. See you soon.